another episode of Zing This? Yes, we are back and you got me, Zinger. And you've got me, Pages, 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 Pages. Dang, I should have I should have gone in with this. <laughs> I I messed up. And of course, we're joined by you know, I, I, I before we were recording this, I was trying to think of a good uh, erg-related Mario pun, and you know what? I couldn't come up with one, so uh, I'm just gonna say Mario Super Fan Berg. There you go. So I'm sure you've read the title of this episode. We are gonna be talking about the Illumination Mario Super Mario movie. So I mean, we we all saw it. Um, we saw it the week after release, right? Ellie? Yeah, we didn't go opening, no. And Eric, when did you go to it? I, I'm, I'm assuming, I it, like... I saw it, like, that Thursday, because it came out on a Wednesday, and I went Thursday. Oh, I I, I, I was assuming you were, you were at the, like, Jap- Japan release, the, like, like you you, you were jet-setting <laughs> across, yeah. yeah, following it across the world next as it released. Chris, I said next to Chris Pratt, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so my, my, my question is, now... This 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 is a moment where I did not look up the tomatoes for this, and after realizing I had not, I stuck to that because normally it's me presenting the tomatoes to you guys. But Eric has been given the opportunity now to look up the tomatoes for this and have me and Ellie guess. Yes. Where yes, the tomatoes yes, I, are. Uh, I knew what it was going in, and I haven't looked at it. It has slightly changed by a couple points uh, in terms of the tomato meter and the audience score. Not enough to make me go, whoa, this is a wild change. So, yes, uh, I would like to find out what you all think the tomato meter and what you all think the audience score is. All right. Ali, I will let you set the standard. All right. Um... Uh, let's see. How about... We're going to say 70... I don't know. 78 critic and 89 audience? 78 critic, 89 audience. I am going to... I'm going to go with... I'm saying 85 critic. And I'm going to say the audience is 72. All right. Get ready for this. Critics. And this has actually gone up since I last saw it. 59% rotten. <laughs> really? What? Audience score. And this has actually gone down a couple points. 96%. Wow. See, I was figuring i thought the audience would be a little bit lower because all the people complaining in the like beforehand so see that's what i was going with like i i wow no it's actually it's actually been quite as someone who was reading up on a lot of reviews like the people who didn't like it, it it was very clear that there are a lot of film critics who are not fans or even really familiar with super mario brothers a lot of their complaints had to be with like, oh, it's just too jam packed. If you took out all the references, then this would just be a really vapid movie. It's like that's the point. Is this is a movie that's supposed to be just chock full of Easter eggs and references and stuff like that? Like, this isn't some brand new IP or anything like that where they're like build world building. It's like we know the story. Mario and Luigi go to the Mushroom Kingdom, and I mean they need to rescue Luigi instead of Peach this time. But it's like we know the story. It's very well known. Meanwhile, audiences, even the most, I think, diehard critics going into it, I think, I I mean, I'll come out and say it right now, I think the internet collectively owes Chris Pratt an apology because he was fantastic as Mario. And I think that was a big part of the the pre-release um, kind of vitriol against the movie. But now that it's been out, I think everyone's like, oh, you know what? That was actually really awesome. Screw you, critics. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, I, I pulled it up now since, since since we've done this, and I mean, the audience score, that's over 10,000 ratings. That's great. At 96. So I'm like, see, I have done very little to look up anything else going on with this movie, because I wanted to keep myself in a bubble before we talked about it. Um, the, the only thing I watched was a 
um, thing, basically, screen ran or whatever it is, going over, like, you know, stuff you may have missed or references you may have not seen. And they didn't even catch them all, too. Because I know that there was a few that Eric will probably mention and I might mention that they didn't even go over. But I I was under the assumption that that this was, like, critically being loved and audience beat but now seeing it i'm like thinking about it more i'm like this makes sense this this this, this honestly makes more sense because but but i mean here, here's the thing i but by, by, by the way if you haven't seen the movie um we're gonna get into spoiler territory right now um <laughs> this movie isn't super long and and it and it um goes through at a pretty reasonable pace in my opinion like yeah. I I can't think like if you're like cut cut this down I'm like I don't know where you'd cut from because I feel like everything in here is kind of vaguely essential to every like it it builds on itself the entire time so I'm like I don't see where you could cut down on reference because they're not like swing the camera over zoom in on something be like hey 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 it's just if you <laughs> if you, bl- you you blink you miss it references. In, in my personal opinion, I don't know what you, Eric, or Ellie think on this, so I will give Eric the opportunity to go first. Sorry, Ellie. Um, yeah, no, I think they did a good job of, like, making it a lot of background kind of things. Uh, even, even in terms of music, uh, I feel like a lot of those were just nice little, like, even if it was like, hey, here's this one song from this one specific game that we incorporated, like, you know, four bars of it into the background score. Um, I think they did a good job of like making it not just like, hey, here's the steak. We're going to dump like a pile of salt and garlic on it. It's like, hey, here's this really nicely, perfectly done steak. Uh, we've got the nice, a nice amount of seasoning that you're going to notice that's going to all mix in with the main part of the steak uh, to make it taste really good. So I think they did a good job of that. And I, I mean, I, especially too, in a world where I feel like movies anymore have to, 90 minutes used to seem to be like the, uh, the standard for a movie. Now it's like, it, if it's, if it's under two hours, it's like, holy crap, this is really short. So I'm glad for once that we got a movie that was like an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause so many times, like I'll even be like, I want a nice movie to just have on in the background. Like something I haven't seen and everything's like two and a half, three hours long. And I'm like, I don't want to sit through that. Like <laughs> give me 90 minutes of entertainment that is efficiently done. And I think this movie did a great job of that. Ellie, what about you? Do, do, you, do you think the references were too overbearing, or do you think it was just enough? Oh, yeah, no way. I, I think it was great. Um, I, I didn't, I wasn't put off by it at all. Um, I, I thought it was adorable. I absolutely, I liked the pacing of the movie. I never once sat there and was like, oh my God, is this going to be over soon, or what's going on here? So uh, I was thoroughly pleased with it. Uh, my my other thing to point out is this: um, this is a kids' movie, and I think some of these critics are being like, oh, "It's not holding up as a." It's it's like it's a kids' yes. movie. <laughs> it, it, it is one hundred percent a kids' movie, and it doesn't have that wink, wink, nudge, nudge like adult intertwined humor in it that most like kids' movies do. It's very much like this is fun for kids. End of li- it, this is fun for kids and people who've loved Nintendo. Like, it, it doesn't have some wink-wink, nudge-nudge stuff in it. I mean, it, it may, maybe I just wasn't catching it, but I don't think it did. It, it was very much cut and dry, like, kids' movie and obvious references to um, the history of, you know, Mario and Nintendo itself. Well, and our kids well, and, loved it. Mm-hmm. And some of the things, like, so I just read this, so... A lot of people were criticizing and they didn't do it too much because it was, you know, everyone's assuming it was going to be this way because of Illumination, but they didn't use too many pop songs. It was mainly the score, which incorporated a lot of Mario, uh, famous Mario themes. But there were a few scenes that used like actual like pop songs, stuff like that. But those had meaning. And the one that comes to mind, and I just found this out recently um, during the when they first get to the Kong Kingdom. Yeah. And Take, Take On Me is playing. Yeah. Turns out they used that because Take On Me was the number one song when the NES released in North America. Ah, See, everyone said that that's a that's weird needle. Cute. That that's a weird needle drop. That's so cool. And there, there for a reason. It's not, yeah. it's not just because it's an awesome song. It's like legitimately there for a reason that ties into Mario. Yeah, but I mean, there, there's people that, that have said that it could have been something else. It could have been this. It could have been that. And I'm like, it doesn't 
feel super out of place, in my opinion. Like, I knew that going in that there was a needle drop there that, that was like, that was take on me. So right. I, I knew it going in, but if I didn't know that, I probably wouldn't have even blinked an eye about it. But that is a really cool deep cut reference. Yeah, I like that. Um, also, I mean, watching a lot of the other Illumination stuff, I mean, this this feels more like a Nintendo movie than an Illumination movie. Yes, absolutely. Because, um, I mean, it's it's very well done, but it's it's different and it's not in the same it's 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 obvious that the forefront of this was we're making a nintendo movie illumination's doing it not illumination is doing a nintendo movie right. if that makes sense that, yes that was the it does um the the vaguest closest thing is the scene with the dog at the beginning is very just just reminds yes. me of life of pets but that's it's it, it, it's that's a weird a cute movie too though it's it, it I was about to say, if there's one scene that doesn't, that's kind of like scratching your head at, it is the dog scene. But at the same time, it's setting up the, they're trying to be plumbers, everything like that. Mm -hmm. And just some fun, you know, slapstick humor and everything. Um, I want to go around real quick. Who's everybody's favorite character this time, starting with Ellie? Who was your favorite character? Or who was a character you didn't think that you'd like that you did once you got into it? There uh, is think, an obvious answer. There I, is I mean, an obvious answer. My, my favorite character, hands down, was Bowser. Okay, okay, correct, correct. That That, that is the correct <laughs> answer to have, by the way. Oh my gosh, I loved him, but yes. Do, do, do you have a second runner-up that, that you weren't expecting, possibly? Um, I kind of liked Toad. Okay. He was pretty fun. Um, I loved that his little epic moment when his like voice dropped and he was like gonna be all brave and protect the princess um and she didn't need protecting mm -hmm. so uh yeah i i like toad but uh bowser stole the show for me especially right. his um his piano scenes yes. <laughs> that is now going viral yeah <laughs> and the music video is fantastic it's so good so, Eric, I'm going to go to you. We, we, we know there's a correct answer here. So so I was going to say, just just copy, if you're reading a transcript of this, because I know that there are, there are detailed transcripts of every episode, just copy what Ellie just said about Bowser and just paste that from my answer, because, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I mean, honestly, I thought of the, of the main characters, they were all really good. Oh, there yeah. was never a time... Where I was like, and I think that was the big fear going in is, oh, we're going to be hearing the, oh, Mario talked the whole time and going, oh, well, there's Chris Pratt or, oh, there's Charlie Day. I think these very famous actors who have very noticeable voices, there was never a time during the movie that I was like, you know what? That's absolutely Chris Pratt just mm. reading some lines as Mario. Like, I, I never once was thinking of the celebrity. I was thinking of the character. Um, Outside of the main cast, though, I would say my favorite character has to be the uh, the very suicidal Luma. <laughs> about the release of death, and it never it, its its attitude never changed. I That's thought that great. was hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. So for me, of course. Can I just say something really quick off of what Eric said? Go go ahead. I completely agree, Chris Pratt. I honestly, if I didn't know he was playing Mario, I wouldn't pick up that it's him. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he did a good job. Now Luigi, I could definitely hear Charlie Day. Yeah, I could hear yeah. him in it, but he does have a very distinct voice. Yeah, <laughs> it's that high pitch kind of like yeah, but no, but I, I completely agree. Chris Pratt, I thought did a great job with it. Didn't sound like him. So for me, in my personal opinion, one. Have we done an episode on this very podcast hailing Jack Black? Yes. yes. <laughs> Do we need to make an addendum to that to hail him as as the most amazing and like perfectly done casting and everything he's done with this has been awesome? Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, most definitely. <laughs> um, he did an amazing job. I love the musical stuff, love all that. But I, I went in knowing I was going to like Bowser. I went in with that. The person who I kind of got, like, I went, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was actually going to like this character as much as I did. Princess Peach. Yeah. I, I I really like the way they did Peach because 
at no point was she the helpless damsel in distress. No. Ever. She was as capable, if not more capable, than Mario during the entire movie, which I did like, and I like that the... the I'm pretty um, sure she was more capable yeah, than Mario. Yeah, I, I, I am too. I was, I was giving him some credit, maybe yes. near the end, but... Well, but, I, I didn't even think about this until... So, so, so they just released the pitch meeting for, for this... Oh, oh, I haven't watched gosh. it yet. I bet that's I, hilarious. I, which is hilarious, but they make a point, and I didn't even think about this, but it was like, you know, how Peach finished the, um, she finished, I mean, she's obviously, she even says in the movie, like, well, I, I grew up here. I mean, she's finished the um, obstacle course, and then Mario kept trying and trying and trying, and he never actually finished it. Right. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> she was like, yeah, it's good enough, let's go. Good point. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's a... It, it, it is a well-done thing, and like I said, I think that, like I said, I wasn't going in expecting to be like, wow, Peach is going to be, like, one of my favorite characters out of this, and I am and I left it going, huh, I've really enjoyed Peach. Like, yeah. like they, they they did a great job with her, and I mean, I, I, I do have one criticism, and Eric, I, I've already messaged it to you, but also, the more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, I don't think it would have worked. I have nothing against Fred Armisen. I am making that very crystal clear. I have nothing against him. <laughs> but the second Cranky Kong came on screen, I was like, that should have been Larry David. <laughs> and yeah. and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't think it would have worked. Like, Larry David, I don't think he's ever done voice acting, so I don't think he would have fit in with it. But that was just my my very minute complaint about this was like, and I think it's because Fred Armisen is doing a vague Larry David impression, too. Yeah. But that's just my humbly terrible opinion. Honestly, that's probably the biggest voice acting complaint I have seen in for this movie. Anywhere, like, you know, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, whatever. I feel like that's been everyone's biggest complaint is they feel like the voice didn't fit. But, I mean... I. Yeah, I never, when I was playing any of the Donkey Kong Country games, ever imagined that being Cranky's voice. That said, I have nothing against it, and I think Fred. I think Fred Armisen was just basically like, "Hey, I'm going to channel Larry David, and that's how I'm going to do this voice." Which, yeah. you know, I have nothing against it. It just wasn't what I was, what I ever thought of. But yeah, I've seen that's in terms of the voice acting. I feel like that's the one thing I have seen. Um, playing against i mean the whole chris pratt thing is just completely going out the window now but um i feel like now the one that i see and even that i don't see a ton but i just do feel like that's the one thing i see people kind of bring up like if there was one miscast one voice that i didn't like or i didn't think fit was fred armison as as cranky kong but and everyone's fine with um apparently i was about to say and apparently everyone's fine with um oh my gosh why did i just all of a sudden forget his name um seth seth green's performance as Donkey Kong. <laughs> seth green yeah um <laughs> But no, I mean it's it's one of those things like somehow the way they animated it made him made um Seth Seth Rogen work as Donkey Kong, like yes. that like that one. No, no offense, Seth Rogen, he does nothing with his voice. So um, uh, no, <laughs> but Rogen's voice, Seth Rogen's voice. But I, I I I think it worked. I think the way they animated him, and that and, and that's the other thing. The the other thing I liked about what the Illumination did was. A lot of the characters look like they're voice actors or had like voice like you obviously they they had film of them doing the reads and translated that into the presentation. Not as much Chris Pratt because Mario looks definitely like Mario. Charlie Day right. and Luigi have some similarities. But I definitely will say Jack Black and Seth Rogen like they transitioned the, the look of those the look of those characters into the movie and it and it worked worked in my opinion so mm-hmm. i'd like to come back to your comment about princess peach yes um so i i love the way they did her i didn't think that it was like shocking though because the way we are in today's society with like star wars and doing the like those little minis mm-hmm. with the female leads and stuff like that i i think they couldn't have done her really any other way no um, they i i yeah I couldn't have seen them doing this with yeah. Peach as the damsel in damsel yeah, distress. Exactly, it, it so. would have been dumb, but I didn't think that she was going to steal the show. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it was definitely a smart choice for them to make sure that they went that route. And and even then, with her, I mean, 
with her at the end, quote unquote, being the damsel in distress, like that, you know, her, as in her getting married to Bowser, the whole thing was like she did it on purpose to mm-hmm. launch an attack from the inside. Like it wasn't even just the usual, like, oh, I've been kidnapped, Mario and Luigi saved me. It was like, <laughs> I'm going into enemy territory and Toad's going to bring me a weapon that I'm going to use to start like murdering this, <laughs> this wedding party because <laughs> she thinks Mario's dead at that point. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we talked about video game references and Eric, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you first to dig as deep as you can in your, in your Nintendo knowledge. What was your favorite or what was the deepest cut for you for the like Nintendo fan seeing this? Let's see. So the commercial they made, and this was known before the movie came out, but it was in it was in the movie. But the commercial for Mario Brothers Plumbing, mm-hmm. yeah, the the woman who is like reading the the woman who's reading the line yeah. about like they came and they saved me money. That voice actress is the same voice actress who made uh, Princess Toadstool's voice in the '80s Mario cartoon. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. Same same voice actress. Um, uh, another one, quick cut, was when the the flood was happening in New York, and they were trying to figure it out. They were interviewing Pauline as the mayor mm-hmm. of New York on on TV. Another another nice little uh, cut because a obviously she's she was you know she predates most of the Mario characters, but also she played mayor in uh, Mario Odyssey, not not of New York, but of New Donk City, which is like that basically Mario world version of new of new york but yeah. uh that was a cool one i'm trying to think there's some some other nice ones oh i mean like even even when mario is fighting donkey kong uh the fact that we had diddy kong but also dixie kong mm-hmm. and chunky kong those were <laughs> thought were some really cool deep cuts too um and i like that they didn't just stick to i mean this is more of an overall thing but i'm i'm glad they didn't just stick to the first super mario brothers i mean there were references to everything from um well, I mean, really, I mean, even pa- Pauline is mayor was from Mario Odyssey, the last, you know, one of the last mainline Mario games. And then you have things in between, like uh, all the power ups, like it wasn't just like the mushroom and the fire flower. Here's the ice flower. Here's the cat suit. Here's the, you know, it was stuff like that. Like they definitely, um, they definitely pulled from the lore all across Mario, which I was very happy to see. Well, I was about to say the, the, the other thing, sorry, I looked up some things and I'm trying to get my brain back to. To, to what you were just talking about. Um, the the other thing, and Ellie can probably attest to this, um, I, I, I was bad in the theater about, like, any time something happened, you just hear me go, Ha! <laughs> yes! <laughs> every, every, like, <sighs> like when 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 pa- Pauline popped up, I just went, Ha! <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I was going to say, I, I, I was going to be like, I wonder if Ellie missed any. And it's like, no, she wouldn't have because you could hear me in the yeah. background. <laughs> So I may uh, not have known exactly what they were for, but I knew they were something. You knew it was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean it. Uh, so trying to narrow down here, I I I like the Diddy, D- Diddy Kong and Dixie. See, seeing them was really cool. Uh, I think. Now, correct me if I am wrong. Here, correct me if I'm wrong. But was it not set up that the Mario family was vaguely yes. based off of Ocarina Time, the characters from Ocarina Time? The dad was based off of Malin, who is based I off mean, of Mario. Who is based off of Mario? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And was voiced by Charles Martinet. Okay. Who makes Mario's voice in the games? Yes. Okay. I I just was like, I know that this is like. One of those super obscure things, but there's that. Also, um, just pointing this out to, to reference back to to Zygnus past. Uh, showed, I know what you're gonna go with John DiMaggio in there as yep, yep. um as one of the other characters. <laughs> so voice of Bender, several of the characters, phenomenal voice actor. Just just wanted to throw that throw that out there real quick. So um, but no, I I like like I said, this was a great movie and had a ton of great references and. I, I like the selection with the with the card rate. Like, like, there's so many little things. It was it was little things that weren't like drag you away from the from from the movie. I really enjoyed the the racing section. Yes, that was really fun. I I so I too though. like Mad Max, <laughs> Rainbow Road. <laughs> so, 
Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm seeing if there's anything else. I'm, well, okay. I think we can safely say, I think we can safely say, Eric, in your opinion, was this better than the original live action one? Oh my God. Yes, I, I absolutely. That being said, of course, the first one is a much maligned movie, but that's it being said, I do have a soft spot for it. Like I still, it is a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, I do love it, but I, but I, this, that was, this was like the opposite where that one, like it was a stretch for some of those things to be connected to Mario. This one was like, let's just chalk this full of all these direct references from the Mario games. I, I, I don't, I'm trying to remember if I've seen the, the old one recently. Like I know I saw it as a kid, but like as a, as a grown adult that has concepts of good, bad and. And and what movies are, even though once again I will hail Transformers nineteen eighty six yeah, the greatest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, get oh. out of here. I, I <laughs> don't know if I've seen it. Also, I do want to point out, um, the entire voice cast for this as a separate thing for the movie has gone over and above in like promoting this movie. Yes. Um yes. I know that they've all dressed up as their various characters vaguely at mm. some point. I think what I can't remember what uh, Eric's going to correct me on this, so I'm I'm excited to get get corrected. Um, <laughs> besides the premiere of Jack Black dressing up like Bowser, there was an interview they all did where they got him to dress up as Bowser, but no one else dressed up. Ellie Clarkson. Okay, I I was going to say it was the Ellen Show, and but they, I'm like they also had to they also had to blur his crotch because this this thing was so tight that it was, <laughs> it was showing his, uh, his genitalia very. Very well. So very um, distracting. Well, also, if you've not seen it, I recommend on uh, Jimmy Fallon. They did uh, the cast plus Jimmy plus the Roots plus Shigeru Miyamoto and uh, the guy from Illumination. All of them like doing uh, a, a version of the like singing a medley of Mario songs. All right, so so. We are presented here with the opportunity to go in and do our... God, now I want to watch that pitch meeting. And do our own pitches for the sequel. We, we all know Yoshi's a big thing, even though they showed yes. a ton of Yoshis running around, so... But we never saw a green one in there. Okay, fair enough. So, Ellie. No. You're not, you're not going to go first? I'm not participating. Oh. Oh, so we're okay. So, so you're I'm gonna not, play this? I'm up. not very good at this stuff, but we did see the green Yoshi egg at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's that's what we're saying. So yeah. we know that's setting up for the next one. Yeah. So where do we want to see the next one go? I hate doing this because I know Eric is going to just wipe the floor with me. <laughs> nah. So, so, um. I will let Eric go first so I can do what I do best and just be like, yeah, what he said, but we're going to oh add my this. Gosh. So then I get just as much credit. <laughs> so in terms of an actual in terms of an actual story, I don't know what they're going to do, but clearly Yoshi's going to play a much more major role. Um, I almost could see it being a reverse Yoshi's Island situation, whereas in Yoshi's Island it was Baby Mario and Yoshi trying to rescue Luigi and then get them to their parents. I could see this being an opposite uh, sort of situation of, because Yoshi's egg is in like New York um, of, of them trying to get Yoshi back to the mushroom world into his, his Yoshi clan. Um, beyond that, in terms of the actual story, I mean, I, there's so much more they can pull in. Apparently Jack Black has been uh, like already pitching uh, Pedro Pascal to voice Wario. <laughs> I think they. I think they could. I. Oh I my god! I think they're gonna have more. One of the few. One of the few interact. One of the few th- criticisms I've seen from people, and I agree with this, is there needs to be more of Mario and Luigi together. So I think the mm-hmm. sequel is gonna focus more on them being together. Uh, I do think there's gonna be kind of a big, hey, here's Mario and Luigi and Peach and Toad. They're gonna be trying to to rescue or get this Yoshi back to. Is his family? I is Bowser gonna still be teeny tiny and playing piano in a little cage? You know, is Wario gonna be the bad guy? Are they gonna bring in another one like Wart or um or something like that? You know, is there gonna be one of those classic Mario has to team up with Bowser, uh, which has obviously happened in a lot of the RPGs? 
Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, but there, there is as much as they jammed into this movie, there is still so, so, so much more they can work with. Uh, now, as for my dream, as for my dream scenario, just, just, just adapt Super Mario RPG. Just adapt Super Mario RPG and just make that the sequel because it's an amazing game with an amazing story, uh, and it would be awesome for, uh, for um, uh, a sequel. You know what? I thought what I was going to ask before this, as he was talking, because I was originally going to ask what power-up would you like to see? But as for my pitch, I mean, I... I do lament the... I mean, you you got enough of them being brothers, and I think the story was was more Mario coming into his own, and, you know, being that, that hero he needed to be, so him... So him and Luigi would have distracted from that. But as for a sequel, um, I think Reverse Yoshi's Island would be fun. But then it's how do you incorporate the others in that? Or I guess Bowser trying to get big again could replace baby Bowser. If that makes any sense to anybody. I don't know how you're going to get Wario in there, though. That's my only thing is I don't know how he'd play in to it. But I do agree with the casting. And, um, I guess for, uh, who would we cast for Waluigi? Would it be, what's his uh, name well, from Always Sunny? <laughs> I, I keep, I, I've <laughs> A, seen them and Sunny cast to be, uh, to be all of the, um, the Mario characters. The other one that I would love to, that I've been seeing pitched around for Waluigi is, uh, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I would totally be down with Pedro Pascal and Willem Dafoe as Wario and Waluigi. I, I think it would be great because um, Willem Dafoe is terrifying. The only reason yes, he, he um he came back to be in the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home was so that he could beat up some teenagers. Again. Yeah. That That is factual. That is factual. Um, And but, I saw him last night when I was watching Wick. Oh, do you mean like the John Wick? Yeah, sorry. Okay, so... Ellie, we're, we're putting a pin in your thing because I'm going to get distracted. Eric, what power-up would you like to see in the next movie? Let's see, let's see. What's a, what's a fun, obscure power-up they didn't That we didn't already one? see. Right. I know what I want. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to either see the, the Hammer Brothers suit from nice, Super Mario nice. Brothers 3. And I think that'd be fun because not only does he let Mario or Luigi or whoever throw hammers, but I could see them using that as some sort of like uh, espionage kind of thing. Like, Oh, yeah, them sneaking. As, as ah. Yeah. The other one is, it's a power-up, but it's also more of a vehicle, but the uh, the the, uh, the giant shoe, the Karibo shoe. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, did we see that? And I'm like, I don't think we did. I don't. I, I, I was gonna say if we did, it was some random obscure thing in the background, as like a prop, not even like someone in it. So I'd love to see them in, in giant shoes, uh, uh, hopping around. So yeah, I don't know. There's there's a bunch more, and I'm sure there's other deep cuts. But the, the I, I always loved the uh, the Hammer Brothers suit in Mario three, and then um, uh, you know what? Have some more underwater scenes. Let's get them in the front in the. Uh, yes, that's the one I was the, gonna uh, say. The frog, the frog suit. Oh, sorry. Forget I said anything. Ellie, what would you like to see? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see the frog suit. It's so cute. And we got just a little bit of a taste when he was going over the bridge and the little <laughs> the little jumping fish like attack his face. Um, I love the I loved playing the underwater scenes in the Mario games. So yes, I, please I want to see the froggy suit. I, I want to see the mega mushroom. Like them just get gigantic. Because yes. they because they had the mini mushroom, <laughs> and I was like, "Where's the mega mushroom?" Like, it would have been fun to see him just get gigantic instead, or maybe that's what Bowser's gonna eat to get like like that's how they're gonna have to face him is he's gonna be gigantic next. I time. don't know. I think I'm kind of going with Eric. I think I think he's gonna they're gonna team him up with them. Maybe, yeah. maybe, and then he's he's trying to. Trying to convince Peach to marry. Yeah, him the that's what I'm time. saying. You definitely saw a sensitive side of him in this movie. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like I said, I, 
I loved everything. Every time Bowser was on screen, I was like, I was ready for a treat, and I was never disappointed. <laughs> I, I I do like them the the piano thing where they were going back and forth with. Oh the, my gosh. With with the, the Mario thing. Yes. So. And 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 plus, it's like, what was was he really the villain? I know he 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 played him so well that like he was likable. I felt bad for him in a couple spots. He's just he's just trying to get his princess. He he is just trying to get his princess. Yeah. I I did I did like there 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 was was one one little touch of. Did she seem like she she liked him? Like the like that. Yes. Like that 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 stuff was, was very cute and it was and once again, kids movie. Kids will laugh at that. Yeah, I laughed yeah. at it. I thought it was funny. So, um also I, I have I have seen the recut of the Peaches song with um some tenacious D lyrics instead, which oh my I found infinitely amusing <laughs> and cannot repeat on here. Yes. Um But but um now Moving from Mario into something else. Eric, how many John Wick movies have you seen? <laughs> Even though I pitched that as my kid show. Uh, you and did. I, and I always wanted to see, the, see them. I just, I just haven't seen any of them. All right. Um, Zinger, how many have you seen? None. Ellie? What? How many John Wick movies have you seen now? Just the first one. You, you watched the whole thing? Actually, 1.2, because I started the second one. Then I was like, you know what? I could sit here and watch this for sure, but I'll save it for another day. Another delicious treat. I Okay. So, yes, I finished the first movie yesterday. To be clear, I have nothing against Keanu Reeves. I just... Yeah, you better be careful, because those are fighting words. No, no, no. I, I just never had an interest in seeing John Wick movies. For, I don't know why. There's, there's nothing that stops me from watching them other than a just... Meh about him. I'm sure if I watch him, I'd love him. There's yeah, some that's, other series that's that bull poopy. There, there's there's some other series I'm thinking of that that's like the same thing. It's like yeah, they're great. Avatar. I was talking about this the other day. I have zero interest in Way of the Water. Zero. Like oh, see, beyond, I want. I do want to see that. I just beyond haven't. zero interest. Like I want to anti watch it. Did if that's you watch even the first, the original? We went to the theater to see it. Oh God, that was that was too far. Along and then ago. I hit a. Dear on my way home. It was a great start to New Year's. Ah, okay. <laughs> gotcha. All the way back in the far off year of whatever year that was. Yeah. Eric, all right, your all right, your quick takes on um Avatar. The James Cameron uh, I saw, one. I saw the first one. I did not understand why everyone was freaking out about it. I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was pretty boring. And I didn't think the visuals were that good. You know, you know me and my and my uh, criticisms of CG. Uh, I just everyone was freaking out about how good they thought the CG looked, and I was just sitting there going like, eh. And th- because of that, like the fact that they're making like four more. I mean, we've got the we got our however many more. Um, I just I have no no desire to see the newest one at all. I'm with you. I wish I, I could also anti see it. Yeah, yeah, I I want to unsee them. I want to take that away. And it, like I said, nothing against James Cameron. It's just I have like I I don't like everyone's like this was visually amazing. It's like yeah, so was um Spirits Within, but I mean, doesn't mean it's a good movie or a good story in the end. Yeah, take yeah. that deep cut to cinematic awfulness. Also, I was like that's also another Willem Dafoe reference, but I was that's Steve Buscemi. So I did, and it's terrifying. I know that. I I did like the first Avatar. I didn't think it was like the the best movie ever, but I enjoyed it, and I I really liked the. I'm a sucker for like the Native American kind of references and stuff, of course. But um, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. I I liked it. I loved the the colors and the the really cool scenes when everything like kind of lit up. Like I, that's one of the reasons I like some of the. Areas in, um, oh gosh, what is that RPG that I love that was the Red Sox player, that studio, and then now they're under, and they just did the... Kingdoms of Amalar. Yes. So, Kingdoms of Amalar. Hey, the the re-reckoning. Yes, the re-reckoning. I love the different parts, the maps and stuff, where they're very Avatar-esque, where the, like, if you walk by the plants, they glow, and that kind of thing. So, I, I just like the... 
the style of it. So I, I'm very excited to see. And I, I don't know. I, I, it's kind of fun. But um, do, like I said, do I think it's like the the best movie ever? No. But I definitely am in, in looking forward to seeing The Way of the Water. I Once again, zero interest. Also, <laughs> it kooks me out when people go, yeah, one of my favorite movies is Avatar. I'm like, okay, well, either way you answer this is going to disturb me because you could either be like, oh, Last Airbender was phenomenal. Oh. Which I'm going to be like, oh, God. <laughs> Or you're going to be like, yeah, the, the, the James Cameron one was real good. And I'll be like, oh. So, so yeah, either way, that is a response for me that's, oh, creepy. Um, I, I love how we got completely distracted for a But second. John Wick, though, I thoroughly enjoyed the first movie. I thought it was so fun. It was so off the wall that, like, he survived half the stuff that he did. Um, that dog didn't. But he gets a new dog. But what about the old dog? Oh, it was so sweet. And Lily was so distraught. I know she was. She was like, what happened to the puppy? Well, because I made a reference and then she kept on saying, she's like, is the dog okay now? And I I was like, no. (laughs) No, I I was down there before it happened. And she kept on getting worried about when it was going to happen. I know. Poor thing. But um, no, it was really fun. I can't wait. To watch the second one. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's the just off the wall, ridiculous fight scenes. And it, it was it was really fun. I mean, the story obviously is pretty basic. But the the fight scenes is what people watch the movie for, obviously. So. Yeah. So I, that, that that is one I will watch. Um, once again, going back to Avatar Way of the Water. I will somehow anti-watch it. Like, I will find a way to take away viewers from it. I I don't know how, but I will find a way to do it. it and like I said, nothing against James Cameron. Just, just think it's a mediocre movie ser- series that somehow is hailed as the greatest thing of all time. That and Top Gun. Like, no, no, not the not the old Top Gun, the new one. But then it's because everybody I worked with for like a month straight had mustaches. I was going to say, I thought a lot of people like that. Maverick. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just saying at, at work, everyone like had shaved their facial hair down to a mustache like after they saw it for like a week. Like everybody had oh, that. Oh, the good was, old porn stash? Oh, yeah. Everyone looked awful. <laughs> everybody looked awful with it. And I was like, what's wrong with you people? So, so yeah. So that's my, that's my quick review of two movies that are going to start up, you know, terrible thing on that note eric is this the greatest movie video game movie made yeah or not i mean from my from my personal opinion yes i think so um Mm. i Uh, uh, uh. think that i know you and i had kind of discussed the whole like that versus sonic or that versus detective pikachu kind of thing Mm. um because I really like Detective Pikachu, but it was definitely one of those where, like, I think they took a lot of, like, hey, let's take the game Detective Pikachu, but kind of just set it in the general Pokemon world. Sonic, like, I love Sonic. I thought it was great. I thought it was a good, it did a great job of, like, um, making, kind of establishing, with, along with Detective Pikachu, that video game movies could actually be good. But as just as a someone who is not as big of a Sonic fan as I am a Mario fan, I, I personally prefer Mario more. But I still like them all, and I think those three are good examples of, hey, video game movies can be good. Ellie? Oh, um, hands down, uh, Prince of Persia. No, I'm just kidding. She's... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, baby. Um, no, I mean, I really, really like this one. I Honestly, I can't remember... Um, I don't think Detective Pikachu would count. I'd love the movie too, but I think it was not necessarily like a direct um, thing. So uh, I'm going to say for now, since my memory isn't the best on all video game movies, I'll go with yes for now. So everyone knows my love of Sonic and um, in that, is it the best movie of all time? I mean, best video game movie of all time? I will say no. I will say no. Because it's great. It's definitely a Sonic in it, but it's not representative of the games themselves. Mm-hmm. And yes, we do have Mortal Kombat, several versions of it. But I, I think the 90s one was probably the best of those somehow. And 
As for Mario, I think from... If I play the Mario game, then go watch the movie, I think it's the, as of right now, best transition of here's the game, here's the movie, they meld together. And if, if that makes any sense. Now, if now if the Doom movie was done entirely in first person, that might be a different story, but they messed up on that. So yeah, I, I think as of right now, I think we have the greatest video game movie of all time. And also, once again, proving Jack Black is a national treasure and we should hail him as such constantly and never forget that. Um, on that note, Eric, what are you playing or watching? I have been playing a lot of Vampire Survivors on Xbox. I'm really obsessed with it. Nice. And Loop Hero, which is a fun little roguelike on... Uh, it's oh, on yeah. Xbox and uh, Switch, and I played it on Game Pass, and I liked it so much I bought it on Switch just so I could play it handheld or anywhere. Um, and the new Advance Wars came out, finally, after a year delay of Nintendo saying, we shouldn't release a game making making light of war during the start of a war over in Ukraine. Uh but that just came out a couple days ago, and I've been enjoying that so far. But all of this is just me just gearing up and trying to pass the time until uh, Tears of the Kingdom comes out in, like, three weeks. Oh, it comes out? I, why did I keep thinking? Oh, the special edition system comes out. Next week, which I have pre-ordered. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I See, for some reason, I was thinking um, that comes out, like, um, fall. Yeah, no, reason. it's out. Yeah, no, the switch is up next or this come as of this recording it'll be tomorrow, but uh, it comes out when we're recording this into this week. Yeah. And two weeks after that is is Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I like 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 I said, for some reason I thought it was fall for some reason for that. I I was about to be like, man, they are really advertising that heavy for it coming out in, <laughs> in Oh, wait. Yeah, that soon. Oh, my bad. And and that gets to go up against um the Fallen, I mean, uh Jedi Survivor, which I am meh about but i was meh about the last one and played it and really enjoyed it so <laughs> yeah i was gonna say so um so yeah i was about to say if you want my full disclosure on star wars stuff right now just go listen to uh episode 346 which was last week's episode if you're going off of when these are released uh, me and zach get get down to talking about the state of the star wars <sighs> universe um after some announcements but was recorded prior to the finale of Mando Season 3, which was to be determined, because I don't know if anyone else on this has watched it or not. I definitely know Ellie has it. No. Yeah, I'm all caught up. Oh, okay. Then, um... No. Eh, eh, eh. I liked it. That was great. I, was I, great. I, I, I did too, and I think that it's a... I, I'm also going to say I think this is a tr- season of transition into other stuff that is being worked on behind the scenes, so that's what I'm yep. leaving it at. And they did a better job doing this as a transition instead of, oh, let's shove a Boba Fett in here for an episode. Entirely focus on him to set up his stuff. I'm, I'm telling you, man, they cannibalized their own thing with that. But, but anyways, anyways, um, Ellie, what are you playing or watching? I might watch the second wick. John Wick. Okay. Yeah. Um, on that note, um, I'm. Well, I finished Fallout, Fallout 4, completely done with it, all trophies, everything done. Did I complete every quest? No, because I did every trophy, so done with that. Moving on to something else, was going to move on to Mass Effect, not going to get into it. Jeez. I'm not going to get into the EA debacle that is the achievement <laughs> system in that game on Steam right now. Um, so there's that, so I'm trying to decide what to move on to next. Maybe leaning towards Kingdoms of Avalar since that was brought up. Possibly leaning towards uh, South Park's Stick of Truth. I don't know. I need to. I'm. I am attempting to power through my backlog of games, and I think a big one to 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 knock off was the Fallout because that was over 110 hours worth of gameplay to to round out that gem. But um, Zygnus will be back probably in a few weeks and uh possibly covering uh star wars vision season two because that will be out by the time we're back and may 4th will have come and gone so we can do our honorary star wars episode again so eric have you seen anything for that or vision second season yeah yeah, it looks awesome. I'm very excited. They have some stop motion st- or stop motion looking stuff in there, which means uh, I know, like it straight up looks like Ardman 
uh, animation, which is awesome. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it very much has their style. So I'm it, glad that they're not that I don't love the anime as the anime heavy emphasis, but I like how they're kind of branching out into some other styles and not just anime. And I, I have anything against it. And the funny thing with this one is with the last one, I was like, oh, Studio Trigger. Cool. I know them. I have no clue who any of these studios are. So I'm excited to just be. Because that, yeah. that, that was the thing. Watching the last one, I was like, Trigger, this one's going to be really good. Now I'm like, I don't know which one of these is going to be good. I have no expectations, which means endless possibilities. So that might be the episode we come back with, but we will be back soon with more content. And Ellie, you got something? No. Oh. All right. With that, um, till next time, Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlogberg. And, of course, you can find more from Zing. That's wherever you find great podcasts. You can also check out our Patreon for some extra content. Me rambling on about the Lord of the Rings books I'm currently powering through. Or me just being angry about the EA situation. I don't know. I'm just kind of recording my thoughts right now because I got a way to set it up to where I can record randomly as I am commuting to and from work. Doing it safely, hands-free. <laughs> okay. Making sure to point that out. It is. I am able to record hands-free. And it's a great time for me to sit there and collect my thoughts as I'm dodging lunatic truck driver traffic. On 81? I wasn't going to reference that, but we've, you know what, I think everyone can pinpoint where we are now. But yeah, so anyways, uh, go check out Patreon for that. Uh, well, as $1 can get you extra content, including the older stuff of like uh, big, big boy battle and us taste test, seeing what the perfect pizza was. I'm still offended to this day that... That Costco pizza. You were unimpressed with it, sir. I'm still offended. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it, it was okay, but you know, it was that better. I'm okay. That being said, if presented with another Costco pizza, I would gladly indulge. I was about to say, the thing is, you you, you, you landed with the, not not to spoil the episode, but you landed with the, there's better, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not unedible. I don't think yeah. we had any of those yet. So, on that note, we will be back with another nerdy topic next time on Zygnus. the show